Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Loyal to the Foil. Happy New Year to everyone. I hope 2024 is an amazing year for everyone. I hope we make it through. Keep fighting. Stay strong. Uh, so I want to start out, like I always do, by giving my shout-outs. Uh, so shout-out to Illuminati Exposed, admin, and group members. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, Awake Canada. Same thing, group members doing a fantastic job sharing information, uh, some, some great memes, and you know, for the most part, staying uh, respectful and objective to each other, which I think is key. Uh, also, <clears throat> excuse me, also now a part of another group, um, a reality, and uh, I want to say shout out to you. Thanks for inviting me, I, I appreciate it. And, Hopefully, I can uh, I, I can add some some good information and perspective uh, <clears throat> from up here in Canada. So, uh, shout out to all you guys! Thank you so much for what you do for uh, for for having me be a part of the team. And as usual, a great big shout out to DailyPlanet.club. Hit the website, all one word: DailyPlanet.club. That's a period, not. Uh, don't spell the word period dailyplanet.club uh, you'll see the the link in the episode episode info hit them up check out the website become a member um other than that ladies and gentlemen lots and lots of uh, fresh uh, unbelievable news uh, information that should be shared and of course we know by now uh, won't be and uh I mean, we know the reasons why, but we're going to get to that um, probably later this week. Uh, if I get a chance, uh, it's been a, a, a busy, uh, it's been a, a busy couple weeks, even with some downtime and vacation. But, you know, I, I hope uh, just like I did, I hope everybody got to spend time with their, their family, their friends, their loved ones. So I hope you got some much needed rest and, and relaxation and uh, recovery time with, uh, with the holidays coming and going i hope everybody had a great time enjoyed their christmas and had a a safe and happy new year and all the best in 2024 of course as well uh so today's show super excited uh we've been we've been speaking frequently on on when to get this out and and what availability options we had and today is the day i am very happy to uh, to welcome our next guest. Our next guest is a man by the name of David. Um, I'm going to let him explain uh, explain basically his background and uh, and and how he got into uh, Freemasonry. But uh, as I told you guys before, uh, we would have a an official Freemason on the show, and and today's that day. So. Um, Really looking forward to, uh, to sitting down and having a conversation with him. Um, and uh, for anybody out there that thinks this, that uh, this is going to be some sort of uh, attack or, or smear uh, on, on my behalf towards David, uh, that, that's not the case. You know, I, I've told you guys on uh, probably every episode that I've ever done that, you know, I, um, I believe in, you know, being respectful towards each other and uh, open-minded and objective and that's exactly what i'm going to do Uh, i'm not going into this conversation this interview with david with any sort of uh, any sort of hate or or prejudice towards uh, him as an individual or freemasonry as a whole 
I am doing this. I, I'm, my goal here is to sit down and have a conversation with David to shed some light on basically their background, their practices, uh, what he has been a part of and seen and observed and, you know, uh, everything under the sun that, you know, he can share with us about masonry. So uh, that's that's the plan for today. Uh, before I start with that, uh, there are just a couple pieces of information that I wanted to read you. Um, I've had a couple people say that, you know, this will be great because, you know, I'm, I'm up to date with, with masonry, etc. And to be honest, full disclosure, I'm actually not. Um, I, I, you know, I have no problem saying that and admitting that I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie or pretend to you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, that's, you know, that's not what, not what I want to do. That's not something that I'll ever do. Uh, so I am, you know, knowledgeable and, uh, I'd like to think that on the, on the, uh, you know, the, the, the elites, the Illuminati, the, 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 um, the council of 13, the family members, you know, the, the controlling bodies and families that, uh, operate in our world. Uh, but when it comes to Freemasonry, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable on it. And that is part of why I was so excited to, uh, to have David on and to sit down and speak with him because, uh, I mean, you know, we can read about these things, we can watch videos, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but I mean, I think it's, uh, I think it's great when we can sit down and have conversations with people that are actually a part of, you know, these, these clubs and, and, uh, and, and get firsthand knowledge and experience and information from them themselves instead of, instead of looking it up. Um, so that was kind of the goal today, but, uh, you know, full disclosure, like I said, I am not incredibly knowledgeable when it comes to, uh, masonry, Freemasonry. I mean, I've done a, a brief, uh, a brief look at it. And I have a, a small understanding of what 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 the club you know kind of entails and, and and what they do and things like that. And like I said, I'm not here to to smear them or bash them or give them a bad name or you know put any sort of um, you know false ideas in anybody's heads. Uh, that that's not that's not my intention at all. That's not what I plan to do. Um, you know, I want to remain objective. Of course, I mean, you guys know, you've heard me talk about the, uh, the elites, the, the council of 13 and things like that. And I mean, I don't have a, a positive outlook and opinion of, of what they do, but you know, we have to be clear that these are different, uh, entities, different people. Uh, Freemasonry is an actual, you know, a members club, uh, the, the Illuminati, uh, you know, the elites and things like that. Those are, I mean, those are basically taglines that, that we've come up with the kind of group, you know, the, that those, those, those people, those families together. Um, and, you know, I don't have a positive outlook of, of, of what those people, uh, you know, they, they kind of do within our world and, and what they, uh, what they force upon us. So I, I do want to make it clear that I do believe that they are two different entities. Now that's not to say that someone that, you know, is a part of, uh, of the Illuminati or the elites can't go ahead and become a member of free of, of Freemasonry. That's uh, obviously something that's definitely possible and something that, you know, I hope to run down with David as well. Uh, so I just wanted to give you kind of a brief background of some of the information that is accessible uh, in regards to Freemasonry. So uh, the orange, the origins of Freemasonry are not known definitively. National organized Freemasonry began in 1717 
with the founding of the Grand Lodge, an association of Masonic lodges in England. However, Freemason societies have existed for much longer. The most popular theory is that Freemasonry emerged out of the stonemasonry guilds of the Middle Ages. Working stonemasons had lodges where they discussed their trade, but with the decline of cathedral building, some lodges began to accept honorary members. Some of these operative lodges thus became, quote, speculative lodges, giving rise to symbolic Freemasonry. That's some of, uh, some of the information that is found on- online and some of the things that I kind of wanted to brush up with before I, I spoke to David. Although, you know, I do want to go in without any sort of biases or, or um, you know, false ideas of, of what this club entails. So uh, another piece of information that I found as well says, Freemasonry, the teachings and practices of the fraternal, uh, in brackets, men only, order of free and accepted Masons, the largest worldwide secret society, an oath-bound society, often devoted to fellowship, moral discipline, and mutual assistance that conceals at least some of its rituals, customs, or activities from the public. Uh, and again, in quotes, secret societies do not necessarily conceal their membership or existence. Uh, spread by the advance of the British Empire, Freemasonry remains most popular in the British Isles and in other countries originally within the Empire. Estimates of the worldwide membership of Freemasonry in the early 21st century range from about 2 million to more than 6 million. And uh, I mean, I think from, from what David and I spoke briefly about in the past, I, th- I think 6 million is the number that, uh, that he told me as well. So seems fairly accurate uh, but we're like I said we're going to we're going to get into it there are a list of um, you know different levels of masonry and you know we're gonna see if uh, we can get some of that information from him I do have a number of questions that uh, I do have for him so hopefully uh, hopefully we can we can run through some of those questions and also uh, if you check the episode description I'm hoping to be able to get a hyperlink to David's book. Um, He actually just released a book not too long ago, and we're going to go through some of the information. Hopefully he can can provide some background and and tell us about the book as well. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, he stated that you can find it on Amazon. So we'll run through that information as well. If I can get a link to it, um, I'm going to add that into the show description. So... uh, you know, as always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so, so much for tuning in, hitting that play button. And I want to remind you, like I always do, uh, please like, uh, sorry, please rate the show. The more uh, positive ratings we get, the higher up in the algorithm we'll move and the more accessible to, uh, to people we will become. So if you can please rate the show, um, if you hit the, <clears throat> excuse me, if you hit the notification button, you'll get a notification when we release new episodes. Of course, uh, you can share the episode with friends or on social media and uh, subscribe so that you get you, you get notified when we do upload uh, a new show. Uh, and also, I'm not sure if the last episode that we did, I, I, I had uh, put it through yet, but we are available on multiple platforms now as well. So if you search uh, Loyal to the Foil, you'll find the show, obviously, with the, uh, with the beautifully made... Uh, tinfoil baseball hat Uh, if you search it you'll not only find us on spotify where we started but you can find us on apple uh, google amazon and iHeartRadio podcasts so um i i'm not a member of the the last three that i listed there so uh, i'm not sure how the uh 
how the rating and searches are or subscription etc on those sites are but again of course if you can please rate share subscribe and hit the notification button if you are listening or can find the show on those platforms please do so i would really very much appreciate it and uh, of course thank you so much for tuning in ladies and gentlemen and i really hope you enjoyed this uh this interview thanks everyone cheers hey david yes sir hey how you doing buddy good good great how you doing yeah not too bad thanks uh so welcome uh obviously we um we spoke uh over social media a couple times and luckily enough uh you know we uh it wasn't some sort of, uh, you know, disrespectful, hate-filled conversation. So, you know, it worked out well where we could kind of uh, set something up so we could sit down today and, and kind of talk about some of the things that we were talking about online. Perfect. You know, that that's the beauty of life is, you know, especially with two men, they could just sit down and have a conversation, even if, if they agree on opposite ends of, of life and, you know, just things in general. But to sit down and just be able to, to speak and have the respect and, you know, understand each other and learn from where each other's come from, that's, you know, that's it's one important thing in life. That's how we all grow. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And that's something that um, that's something that I mentioned uh, on the show all the time is, you know, like it doesn't matter if um, if I agree or disagree with you. Like that's, uh, you know, like in the years past, people could just sit down and have conversations. And at the end of the day, they were still friends or, you know, it didn't come to insults and this kind of childish uh, bullshit that we hear, you know, people going through all the time. And, you know, that's like I said, that's something that I, uh, I definitely try and, um, you know, try and encourage people to do with my show is, you know, I mean, it doesn't you look for yourself, figure it out for yourself, form your own opinions, but you know, stay respectful. We can disagree, no problem. But, and that's not even something that we, we didn't even really disagree with each other when we were speaking. It's just um, our whole conversation was basically, it started up with, with someone commenting on uh, Freemasonry and, and the Illuminati. And, and I had said, you know, that there is, those are two different things that you're speaking about. And I think that people kind of get the misconception that they're directly tied together and the same thing. And I think that's the biggest part. That's a big part of, uh, you know, why, why we agreed to, to kind of sit down and clear some of that up because you obviously agree with that. And, um, you know, if you could kind of just kindly tell uh, the listeners, you know, your, your kind of background and, and uh, your involvement with, uh, with the group, if you don't mind. Well, I, I originally grew up in Philadelphia. I grew up in the projects my whole life. So, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I'm a projector, so I'm, I'm very street smart. After that, I moved to Florida. I became a police officer in Florida uh, in the city of Lake Worth for a few years. And then I medically retired and um, ended up moving to St. Petersburg on the other side of Florida. And how I got into Freemasonry was when I lived in Philadelphia, my dad's sister, she was, we called her Aunt Honey. And that's because she was so sweet of a woman. Everybody called her Honey. And she owned a candy store that sold like penny candies and like an arts and crafts store. So she was, she, she developed ovarian cancer and it was like her last days of, of, she was in bed and it was just like me and my dad, we were taking turns with her friend and just, she was on morphine. She was, she was about to go. And, you know, growing up when I was in the projects, I was, I was a drug addict, you know, I was, I was addicted to heroin and crack. And this was ages like from 15 to 19. So with my aunt, 
I I stole money from her. You know, she would have money laying around, change or you know, twenty dollars here or there, and I would steal it and go buy drugs and stuff. And when she was on her deathbed, I went there and I held her hand. This is like when I I, I, I beat. I just got done beating heroin. It took me like a few months to do it. And, you know, I had the remorse and, you know, I had the guilt and, you know, I wanted to rewind time and punch myself in the face. And I was able to hold my aunt's hand and, and apologize to her. And, you know, I, I told her how sorry I was and, you know, how, how, how bad I feel. And just as I got, and telling her how she was my favorite and how much I loved her so much. And just as I got done, saying all that to her as I was holding her hand, she died. And for me, that was, that was my first miracle in, in my life. That was, you know, I'm sure I had other miracles before, but whatever happens, you know, whether God comes down, opens up the, the tunnel or she gets on the bus or the angels come down, pick her up or, you know, all my other families there, whatever happens, I was there at that moment when she crossed over. And to me, that was that was my first miracle. That was that was that was so special to me. So right after my aunt died, that's when I actually got into Tai Chi. And we're cleaning out her house and I find this Mason coin. Now, before that, I did, I never really knew what masonry was. I, I since I lived in Philadelphia in the center city of Philadelphia, there's a big um, Mason Lodge, it's the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania. And then I walked by it a few times and, you know, my friends would, would talk about it, but I never knew anything about it. I wasn't educated on it. But this coin, when I found it, I knew I had to keep it. Now, this is, this is 1999. I knew I had to keep it. So fast forward, and it's, 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 it's one coin. I'll actually send you the photo of it. It's, uh, on the front, is, it's the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania. On the back, it's something else. But it's just the coin of the lodge. And fast forward, after I became a police officer, you know, I moved to St. Petersburg. Now, I'm, this is probably 13 years later after the coin. So I'm, I'm in my 30s and actually it's 2015. And so that was 16 years later. And I was engaged at the time. And my, my fiance was a, a realtor. So I'm helping her hand out. We're going door to door. We're doing old school. We're going door to door, handing out flyers or business card. And just and just on this side street, there is this Mason Lodge. And it's this small little lodge in Madeira Beach, Florida. Lodge 291. And in this, it's a small little beach town. And when I saw it, I'm like, what the hell is this? And I look, I'm like, and I saw the symbol, the Mason symbol. And I'm like, which reminded me of the coin, which I still always kept. I kept it along with my, you know, like along my Bibles, my angel photos. And I always kept it. And I said, oh, which may remind me of it. So I went back and I grabbed the coin. And I said, you know what? Let me let me ask the lodge what this coin means. Like, what is it? So I emailed the lodge and I said, hey, you know, I explained a story about my aunt. I said, I have this coin. I was just looking to see, you know, what the fraternity is. I, you know, I have, I don't know anything. You know, I'm, I'm completely ignorant upon it. And I said, okay, well, let, let's meet. I, I met the secretary because each lodge as a secretary, you know, to run the books. They have all these different positions at the lodge. And it's all volunteer, so nobody gets paid. So I met the secretary uh, at a Dunkin' Donuts. And he was uh, a lieutenant in a, in a, he's a lieutenant, of a firefighter um, in, in Madeira Beach as well. And he just kind of, you know, just explained it to me, looked at the coin, we we're just talking. And he said, you know, if, if you want to apply, you know, you just fill out an application. And if you want to apply to become a member and, 
you know, we can go from there and you come to the lodge and he's explaining about the process. You come to the lodge, you meet everybody. Um, you have to fill out an application. It has to be approved by all the members. Then you come and, you know, you go through your first ceremony. So that's how I became a Mason. That's, that was my, my, my start of my journey. Wow. Well, that's, um, uh, I'm sorry to hear about you, but I mean, that's the one, one thing that I, I definitely pick up there is, is something that, um, something that I think that it sounds like we're probably on the same wavelength as, you know, the, the, um, you know, taking responsibility for, for what you do. And, and, you know, I mean, there's not really many ways you can kind of, obviously we can't go back in time, but at least, you know, apologizing and owning up to our, uh, uh, you know, owning up to our, to the stuff that we do. I mean, I think that that, um, like, I, I really respect that. Uh, that's something that, you know, I kind of take pride in myself and I try and teach my son as well as, you know, I mean, we, we, sometimes we do bad things or make mistakes, but I mean, if you can't, uh, you know, if you can't take responsibility for it, um, you know, that does, I don't really think that, that that helps you, you know, you can't really grow as a man and things like that. So, um, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's a, a great story. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about you, but I'm glad that you kind of got that, you know, obviously you got that closure and, and it kind of set you on your way. Um, do you, uh, I do like, if you don't mind, uh, I do have some questions about, uh, okay. Um, and like I said before, it's, it, this isn't some sort of, um, you know, ambush smear, like it's nothing like that. Like to be completely honest with you, the way that like I've been into, um, you know, quote unquote, quote conspiracies for a, for a very long time and i started this show last i think april and it was kind of just a way to um spread the information that that i that i i find myself and um you know a way to get information out there to anybody that's interested you know with a completely objective viewpoint i mean I, i'm a canadian guy so i mean it's got that kind of perspective from from a, a canadian perspective and there's a lot of topics that um that are, I'm, I'm pretty well read on uh but uh, you know, someone was saying to me before, well, you know, if you're interviewing, uh, you know, a Mason, that'll be great because, you know, you, he can't really bullshit you and you're real, but, and you're knowledgeable about it. But to be, you know, completely honest, I'm not like, I, I'm, I'm a lot more in depth on, you know, the, the quote, you know, uh, Illuminati and the elites and things like that. I'm not uh, knowledgeable on that. So, I mean, I think that kind of probably helps us because I'm basically an open book. You can, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you that I know this and I know that. And I mean, I think that that, uh, I think that that's probably a good thing. Um, so if you if you've been a member since 2015, would you say that um, you would? Uh, from what I looked, like I, I tried to look up some information. From what I saw, it looks like there's roughly like six million members worldwide. Would you say that's right? That's that's right. There's and that's every country has a lodge. So, for example, you know the United States has a lodge, England has a lodge, you know Brazil has a lodge. Some of them differ. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just some of them differ just in parts of the like the ceremonies and, you know, maybe some of the words that you have to memorize. Um, there's a, the universal, the, the secrets, the secret words of, hey, I'm a Mason. And what I would say to another Mason and that handshake, that's all universal. But <laughs> while you're going through these different ceremonies um, and, and when I say ceremonies, it's like it's not a, it's not a, it's not mass. It's not church. So the, the way I, I explain it is, you know, you, 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 get a, you get a book and inside this book and everything that I'm saying is any, any it's public knowledge. If you call up a lodge and ask them, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you the same thing. 
the only secret is what goes on like in the meetings like you're not allowed to say what's going on in the meetings during like the ceremonies you can't really explain the ceremonies and i can't tell you like the words of the ceremonies but everything else i could tell you everything else is just public knowledge so the part of the ceremony the way i explain it is you, you get like this book and inside this book there's no words it's just letters so let's just say the there'll be five letters each letter represents a word so you have to learn from another mason and they teach you okay this this letter is this word this letter is this word and it's almost like a romeo and juliet play it's like a play and you have to memorize and it takes you a long time so you and there's three different ceremonies so there's three different parts you know the the entered apprentice um the fellow craft and then the master mason so each part once you're done the first part now it takes it took me took me seven months i believe seven seven or nine months from the first day that i entered and started until i graduated as master mason and that's me studying every day so the reason they also have these tests is they don't want anybody stupid and they want to see if you're willing to dedicate yourself and your time and it, how much you want it. You know, so there's, it's, there's a lot of different other tests besides just memorizing words, right? The, the memorizing the, the words isn't really the test. It's, it's do you show up? Do you, do you help other people? You know, there's always, there's always something to do. There's always like charity work. Maybe there's an older um, master mason who needs some yard work done because he's handicapped. They, they do blood drives, you know, there's different things that are going on. They also watch you during this time. How, how, like, are you putting yourself out there? Are you helping others? So in this test, it's, you memorize your, your script, you memorize your words, you're working with another person, you're not paying them, it's all free. And, you know, once you complete the first ceremony, then you go to the second ceremony. So the secret is I can't tell you what I can, I can explain the book but i can't tell you what the words is it's what the words are it's it's more like a, a romeo and juliet play that's that's how I, I can explain it and each each section you know like the uh, entered apprentice the fellow craft and master mason they all have there's there's spiritual lessons you know it's to help guide you and, and realize you know becoming a man becoming um righteous you know helping others you know just doing doing the right things my my experience and, and i could i can honestly say and, and there's a disclaimer because i'm going to tell you a disclaimer in a minute i haven't had any bad experiences um in lodge you know there's hey there's there's democrats in the lodge and there's republicans in the lodge and and one thing that you do not discuss there's a rule in the lodge in the mason lodge and that's that's the blue lodge that's where you do your three degrees that's where everybody starts where George Washington started, Benjamin Franklin started. That's where everybody starts is in the Blue Lodge. That's what I walked upon. And there's the rule of you don't talk about politics and you don't talk about religion because that's what divides people. And, you know, we consider each other brothers. We all, we all went through the same test. We all took the same oath to protect each other, you know, to help each other if anybody needs it. And we all, we all went through these tests and, and proved ourselves that we're worthy. So why divide that brotherhood why divide that fraternity because it's it's just freemasonry is the oldest fraternity so why why divide that why why cause problems in that leave that outside the lodge the lodge isn't, isn't meant for that so you know people there's there's plenty of people that are you know 
Biden supporters and there's plenty of people that are Trump supporters, but they don't talk about it. And once you get in the lodge, everybody's, you know, giving each other hugs and, you know, helping and, you know, just having that camaraderie. Now, here's here's my disclaimer. So, and and this this is also a good beneficial point for your podcast as well, sh- showing where I'm coming from. Technically, technically, right now, I'm indefinitely suspended as a Freemason. Now, so what does that mean? Hello? Hey, David. Hey, man, how's it going? So, <laughs> can you, like, when you, when you do your podcast, can you, like, cut and paste and then upload it as one? Uh, I probably could, but the only way that I've found to be able to get um, to get a, a good basically recording of, of, you know, two people of like a you and, and, and I is basically if I go through the app, I can send you the link directly through there. All the different voice recorders and call recorders that I've tried have all been garbage. So unfortunately, this is the way I do it. I can edit out a little bit, not a problem, um, but I did get our first bit saved. I don't know what happened. Sorry about that. No, no problem. No problem. So I, I don't know where, where we left off or what part, the last part that you heard. Oh, uh, I think we were just going through some of the questions that I had. So maybe I'll just throw um, a couple more at you. Um, So one thing that um, I I think that you had mentioned before, um, it seems to, it, it seems to, I mean, it goes against what I think that the majority of people, like their perception of, of um, what Masons believe. Now, I, I, I get the sense, I, I get the sense that you are um, a religious individual. And to be completely honest, um, I respect and I, I really, um, I really like the fact that that people are are religious and have their beliefs. Now, in, in all honesty, I wasn't raised that way, but I've never had any sort of you know ill will or disrespect to anybody that believes in in anything. Um, and I, I'm getting there, you know, in, in all my research and studies over the last number of years, I find that the the one thing that it sorry, it's my son. You there? I'm still on here. Can you hear me, David? Yeah, now I can. There you go. Okay, sorry about that. Um, So from what I can see, like the elites, uh, you know, and and the... uh, um, the scumbags essentially what what i've looked from what i've seen <clears throat> excuse me and looked into they essentially um worship uh baal or moloch and you know the whole idea of you know satan or the devil itself is actually derived from something else now i'm just kind of getting a grasp of it and getting into it but the one thing like i was going to say is the one thing that some people have told me and you can you know you're going to be the perfect person to uh, to set the record straight is mason's um, they, they, now, like I said, this is not something that I, I, I'm saying myself or believe myself this is why I want to start, set the record straight is when I talk to people, they tell me that Masons, they do, um, have, they do basically, you know, believe in a, in a higher being and, and, you know, have devotion towards something. 
But at the end of the day, um, it's not actually, you know, God or whatever it is that, that people want to call it. It's actually more of a, a nefarious being. Now, it, what's your opinion on that? Do you guys, like, I know you said you don't talk about religion and everything in there, but um, are you able to set the record straight? Like, is there a demonic force you guys believe in or is it a, you know? A... No, I'll be, I'll be glad to set the record straight. And when I said uh, we don't talk about religion or politics, it's because, you know, there's, there's muslims and, and jewish right so mm-hmm. actually what's going on right now it would cause a, a division it would cause yeah. you know well free palestine well you know well fuck did you know fuck palestine or you know so it would it would it would create that disruption so that's the only reason mm-hmm. now and mm-hmm. and when you when you speak about demonic so let's you know as, as you said before there's there's over six million freemasons in the world and that that's i, I believe we're they're in every country except north korea um and um, maybe you know maybe like one of these states, but it, it's pretty much throughout every country um when i first joined now i'll give you my my religious background so i i grew up in a catholic school i went to catholic school um no, but i really no. just wasn't you know i was like i was forcing catholic school so uh, no. and i i love all religions i, I just no. never and in my own, it's no. my own personal opinion. I just never no. believed no. in praying to no. a priest and asking asking no. for forgiveness. No. You know, why can't I just speak directly to God? So, I mean, I always believed in God. I just never believed in talking to a middleman to reach God. So once, once my aunt died, um, I, I found out that my family was Jewish. So then I started diving into Judaism. You know, I, I, I started... You know, and going to synagogue and celebrating some of the holidays and really diving in. I was already circumcised, so <laughs> at least I didn't have to get cut. Um, and then, <laughs> and then after that, you know, I studied yoga. I became a yoga teacher, Tai Chi teacher, created my own Tai Chi system, um, and just realized, you know, a relationship with God is not a religion. You know, uh, religion only puts rules on how you follow God. And I always thought of, okay, if I am God, and I'm God. And, you know, I have two sons and one son's going to church and he's praying every day. But when he leaves, he robs or he leaves and he steals or he's a bad husband or he's a bad father. And then I have another son who doesn't believe or pray to me or talk to me at all. But he starts charities and helps children and, you know, and and helps other people and does good in the world. Is God going to not let the person who doesn't talk to men but does all these great things? So that's where, like, I, I was against the part of religion where, hey, if, if I don't believe in Jesus, I'm, I'm going to be damned to hell. I'm, God's not going to let me in. Well, what about all the people before Jesus? You know, what about what about before Christianity? So that's where, like, you know, I kind of had – and it's, it's, hey, whatever you believe in, whatever way you want to follow God, I respect it as long as you're, you know, you're, you're doing that and as long as you're doing good things. But that was my, that was my, my little riff with it. So that's when I was just like, you know what? I mean, I is where everybody identifies as something. I identify as Jewish, um, but I don't go to synagogue. I was raised Catholic, but I don't go to church. I pray every day. I pray twice a day. I pray when I wake up and before I go to bed. I actually made a video for my book. is It's called The Perfect Prayer. And I figured out the perfect prayer of who I pray for. And, you know, my perfect prayer is I pray for every living thing God ever created, every living thing God's creating now, and every living thing God's creating in the future. I wish them all wealth, health, happiness, joy, peace, harmony, and longevity. 
And it goes on. I pray for your family and friends. I pray for my angels. I even pray for God, you know, that people find God, talk to God, believe in God, hug God, do good things in God's name. So that's that's like my foundation. So when when I went to Freemasonry, one requirement is that you have to believe in a higher power. So I said, okay, well, you know, I, I, I told him, I told him exactly what, you know, what I just told you and, you know, that I'm, I'm identified, but I don't go to synagogue. And they said, well, as long as you believe in God and they explained, you can, you can believe in Jesus. You can believe in God. You can believe in Buddha. You can believe in whatever higher power that something else exists, like, like a father, like, you know, something like that. So my, my first response was, well, what about the devil? What if somebody believes in the devil? Because during ceremony, during your last ceremony, you have to swear on the Bible or whatever book you bring. You can bring, you can bring the Siddur, you know, the Jewish Bible. You can bring the Quran. You can bring whatever that you pray with. So my question was, and you have to swear on it, you know? So my question was, well, what about the devil? What if somebody believes in the devil? And I asked a couple people there, you know, just, just fish. Look, it was, it was me asking as a joke. I, I knew what the answer was. I was, I was hoping I knew what the answer was. And each of them yeah. said, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to join. You wouldn't be able to join. Believing in a higher power is of something good, not, not of something like the devil or the demon. You know, if, if you belong to witchcraft, no, if you just if you if nature, if nature like witchcraft, if nature was your higher power, you wouldn't be able to join. It has to be a, a, an entity, a higher power, a divine source. That's that's good. So witchcraft and, you know, devil worshiping, you know, Baal or any any of those, it's it wouldn't be allowed because you have, you have to swear on it in front of everybody at the lodge during your last ceremony as a master mason. So that's where, you know, so like when, you know, when I read things now, you know, there's, you know, conspiracy theories, like there's, there's so much truth and there's so much lies and there's so much questionable shit and there's so much make believe that, you know, sometimes you, you get caught in rabbit holes and you don't know what to believe, you know, like everybody, you know, when, when the jab started coming out and this and that, everybody's like, nah, nah, nah. And that was, you know, I always knew, you know, with the United States and, and stuff like that, that, you know, there's questionable things going on. So I was never into like conspiracy theories per se, you know, flat earth and this and that. But as I, as I dived in a lot more, I'm, I'm more aware of, of what the truth is. You know, my eyes are a lot more open now. So I understand like with conspiracy theories, especially with Freemasonry and Illuminati, but for the, for that answer is you you were not allowed just to worship the devil you're not allowed to worship nature you have to believe in god jesus buddha allah something of a higher power higher source that's that's good and every 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 freemasonry every freemason you know once once you become a, a master mason then you can go to like the Scottish Rite, which has the 33rd degree, which everybody's, you know, the famous 33rd degree. You can go into the York Rite. You can go into the Shriners. You can go. There's, there's a lot of different. There's a few dozen different sects after you become a Master Mason. Now, you, but you have to become a Master Mason first. So all those other sects, regardless of, you know, just different directions, different history, but you 
everyone has to go through the Master Mason. George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, everybody has to do the same thing. Yeah, that's um, – thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, like I said, setting the record straight. Um, you know, and that's something that I, I didn't have. Like, I, I'm not the type of person that um, – you know, I'm going to pretend I, I have an answer when I don't, uh, you know, I'm all about, you know, learning and expanding, uh, you know, the, the, the information that I can get with, with actual truth. Um, and, you know, I, like, I mean, a lot of the time on the show, I, you know, I'll finish off by saying, don't, don't trust me, look it up for yourself, find out for yourself. And I think that that, you know, like you're saying, you know, with conspiracies and stuff like that, a lot of us jump down these rabbit holes and we kind of go with the flow with, with what other people are thinking. And obviously there can be, you know, what we call psyops where, you know, the elites and things like that, they can set you on a path that is just bullshit to, to you know, uh, fool you from, from where the truth is. And, you know, I mean, obviously that's common. And like I said, I think when we started, I think that, you know, when people get the, um, get the idea that, you know, these, these people that are Illuminati are the same as Masons and things like that. That's why I said to you originally when we first spoke, I, I don't agree with that. Um, because, I mean, that's like saying, uh, you know, if you're, uh, you know, if, 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 if the Rothschilds are part of the Illuminati, which, I mean, yes, they're, they're part of the, the, the 13 families, the Council of 13. If one of them decides to join Freemasonry, that doesn't make, you know what I mean? It, there is a difference, right? And I think that pe sometimes people get uh, people get that mixed up um from what i saw from what i looked at it looks like they say that you know officially masonry started in 1717 but it'd been around since long before that um and i mean obviously these these families um you know from from all the information that i've gathered in the years of looking looking through these things these these people that people call the illuminati i mean the, the count the 13 families there they have this mindset that they are actual descendants of the anunnaki and they believe that they are superior to us so they should get to rule us tell us what to do etc cetera, etc cetera. and i mean like i said that doesn't mean that you know if one of them joins a, a masonry i mean obviously that doesn't automatically make uh, the, you know freemasonry bad um, but I think that, you know, it's it's probably part of their, their intelligent people. Um, you know, I'm not going to take that away from them. But I think that obviously, you know, you guys have um, the kind of the structure that I think that they really respect. And obviously, you guys have so many members that, you know, if there's some sort of idea that they want to spread, um, obviously, they can do that by, by joining you and, and, you know, maybe just making some friends in there and then kind of, you know, branch off into, into certain things and stuff like that. So I think a lot of people get those confused. Um, and I mean, understandably so, but it's nice to set, set the record straight and have actual information about it. Um, what about, uh, have you ever heard of Demole International? So Demole De is, now you have to be, you have to be uh, 18 to become like a Freemason. So Demole okay, twenty one. De Molay is, is from like normally the, the kids of, of mm -hmm. the Masons. So it's, it's like, you know, the mini Masons. Um, I'm not too, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too familiar because I, I wasn't in Demolay, but I know it's, it's prevalent. You know, they have trips and stuff like that. And it's, it's more for, Hey, I want my, my, my kids to play with other Masons kids. Because I know I, I know I can if I send my kids over this man's house, I know my kids are gonna be okay. I know, you know, he's not gonna be molested, you know, for the for the most part. I mean, hey, well, let me let me rephrase that. Every every man is still a man. But we take an oath to protect each other. So I would rather have my kids go over another Mason's house than a regular man's house. 
because I know there's going to be more protection there. In that, would is there a possibility of things happen? Of course, you know, men are men. But yeah. I would feel more comfortable, you know, doing anything with another Mason because he took the same oath as me and, you know, took the same amount of time and doing everything else. So Malloy um, in Florida, when I, when I lived in Florida, that's where I was a Mason. They have, they do like summer trips. Um, and it's like, you know, it's, it's like a shadow, just, it's, it's like the Boy Scouts. It's yeah. like the, the Boy Scouts, but with a Mason touch. And it's, you know, it's, you're teaching them how to become men, you know, before they become men, teaching them manners. You know, I think they, they go to shooting ranges and, you know, it's, it's like a Boy Scout almost. Yeah. Yeah. That's from what I read. That the only reason that I actually even, even stumbled across them is, is in my, um, my dive into Walt Disney and finding out that, you know, he was their 107th member and the, uh, the, the pops, the guy that was basically in charge of the mole was actually the person that helped him originally fund the, the Disney corporation in, in uh, uh, 1922 and 23. So that, that's actually how I found out about them and things, things like that. It was just, it was just, it was, it was shocking to see, you know, it's like it, it says in the, in their information from ages 12 to, to 21 and they're worldwide, just like you guys as well. So, yeah, it sounds like they have the, uh, the the same kind of ideals and things like that. Um, one thing that you actually just brought up, and that's a that's a great. And I wanted to segue into that is uh, you, you mentioned the uh, the jabs and everything. Now, is there a consensus with um, you know with your members and things like that where they're kind of um, on board on that, or are they? You know, obviously you're allowed individual thought. I'm not trying to portray the. Uh, you know, you guys as having, you know, this one kind of hive mind or anything like that. But what was your sense of, you know, your, your kind of your members and brothers there, you know, were they on board with the, with the job or. Okay. So when, when you belong to a lodge, each lodge, each lodge is different. So the lodges, the lodges in Washington, DC are going to be more liberal, more democratic. The lodges in Florida are going to be more, you know, redneck, not redneck, but more, more, more conservative, more Republican, more, you know, and there's, it's opposite type of views, right? So in my lodge, I'm, I'm in South Florida. So I'm not in, you know, Miami or Fort Lauderdale. It's, it's uh, Madeira Beach is just, just uh, right in St. Petersburg. So it's in the city of St. Petersburg and, and Tampa Bay. So it's more conservative. So I would say 90% of my lodge was conservative Republican Trump supporters um, in that most of them had the same viewpoint as me was, you know, it's, it's something didn't, something did. And, and I'm trying to watch what I say too, because I don't, I don't, you know, as, as much as I want to give my middle finger up to, to certain entities, I still have to watch because I, I have my future and, and I don't want to be blackballed and, and stuff like that. But in the end, it's my body, my choice. I deserve what I stick in my body. You know, right now I'm, I'm really identifying as Jehovah's Witness because we're not allowed to get vaccines. So I don't I don't believe you should be getting medicine for a, a, a virus that has ninety nine point nine point six percent survival rate. I don't think you should get. I don't think you should get six of them, and then afterwards you could still get it and still pass it on. So that's something I didn't believe in from the beginning. I I saw, you know, it was in my own personal viewpoint. I saw they were trying to, they were trying to sabotage Trump, 
And when you look when you look at it from this angle, no matter what he did, he was fucked. If if Trump obviously he knew the truth about the, the virus, but if he said don't get don't get the jab, don't do any of that, and then look at all those numbers that they came in. If you if you if you were three hundred pounds, had cancer, had a heart attack, but you had COVID and died, you died from COVID. You didn't die from the heart attack. You didn't die from the car accident. If you had COVID, you died from COVID because each hospital was getting, I think, 30000 per death or $15,000. They were getting money from the government if that person died from, from COVID or had COVID and their birth, their death certificate said it. And they were getting all this money from, you know, putting them on ventilators. So when you have those type of numbers, if Trump said, hey, don't, don't get it, he was, he was, he was fucked anyway. If he said, "Okay, go out and get it," he's still fucked anyway, because they're then they're gonna, you know, try to sabotage the way he's handling things. So either way, it was because he was he was doing such a great job, you know. And they 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 had to bring him down. Some and this is my own personal opinion. They had to bring him down somehow, some way. And most of the people in my, in my lodge and everything else, and the, and the people that I know, felt the same way. They saw it. So I didn't I didn't get the jab. Thank God I, I got to Brazil before they put – I got to Brazil during – like right in the beginning, six months in. So I didn't have to get it to enter. Um, I'm not getting it. I would never get it. I don't, I don't want – I think, you know, a natural, natural immunity, which look at Sweden. Sweden. Sweden didn't have any lockdowns. You know, so um, most of – I would say most of – and I'm just speaking for, for my lodge and most of them, you know – didn't feel the, the need to, to get it. You know, if, if you're healthy and you're exercising and, and you're, you're, you're in good shape, then why are you getting a vaccine? Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and, it, and it, it's not a vaccine. A vaccine is something that's proven after 10 years of trial and research. This was, this is an experiment. Mm-hmm. It's an experiment. And, and here's, and the, and the biggest thing, here's my biggest thing. They're giving away free medicine. Six of them, boosters and and all, giving it away for free in every country. Every country is giving it away for free. Where's the medicine for cancer that's free? Where's where's yep. where's the, where's the food for all the kids that are hungry in the street? Where's the money for the schools to give a better education? If we can just manufacture and give out free money for a virus that's ninety nine percent survival rate, there's something fishy. And you know, in, in, my, in my conspiracy theory head. You know, hey, many, many people are, are compromised and corrupt. And yep. when a time when a time comes to say, hey, you need to do this, or you're gonna lose your livelihood, we're gonna release these tapes, we're gonna release this information, and you'll go to jail and lose all your money. So what do you want to do? They're they're compromised. And I believe I believe like ninety percent of, of governments everywhere are compromised. I, I, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that, um, cheers to that. I, uh, I, I'm on the exact same wavelength. I never, I, I didn't get it. Um, I've never even tested for it. Luckily, my, my wife and my son, um, you know, I was, I was lucky enough to, to dive into it pretty quick, head, head, you know, head first and find out what, what, um, 
what we should do. And, you know, like I said, I completely agree with you. There, there was absolutely no need for it. And I mean, the whole free thing, I mean, that's, that's the thing that kind of really, really got to me is um, trying to coerce you into something that didn't <laughs> seem to add up. And I mean, the, the kicker was this, that, you know, our money paid to create it. And then we're not allowed to, to see, um, you know, any sort of trials, any, any, any actual information, um, you know, and then they start pitting everybody against each other. Like, I don't know how many people tried to, uh, well, there wasn't a lot of people that tried to come at me about not wearing a mask out in public, but, um, more women than, than men, honestly. But, um, you know, it really, really, I think it was ultimately a, a, a tester, uh, to see where people, what, what side of the fence people would lie on. And also, um, I mean, there's no way to, to say that this wasn't, you know, a mass genocide kind of experiment, because I mean, I was saying a couple of weeks ago that my estimation is probably 20 million um, we've lost because of that. And I'd spoken to uh, a friend of mine from the UK and then uh, uh, people from the US and they actually, well, they agreed, but they actually said, I think you're actually underestimating that. And I thought, holy shit. So, I mean, you know, like I agree with that. Um, and I mean, when you start looking at the numbers and now they're starting to release numbers yesterday, I saw some, uh, a doctor say that it was at 17 million. Um, and then, you know, no answers for it, no repercussions. You've got the U.S. government is actually trying to hire eight lawyers to protect them against uh, vaccine injury lawsuits right now. Um, it, it's, un, it's unbelievable when they literally will tell you that we want to eliminate most of the population and get it down to 500 million. And those 500 million we want, we prefer them to be of Asian descent because we feel they will follow orders more closely. And it's like, you know, they tell people these things, they write it in books and people still want to, you know, attack people that, that give them this information or show them this information. I mean, look at the Georgia Guidestones, for God's sakes. People were questioning those for years. And then finally, the government is the one that destroyed them because it says right on it, we want the population to be at 500 million, right? It's like, yeah. I couldn't understand why everybody attacked each other. But I mean, they did a really good job of pitting each other, you know, against each other, family members, friends, like, it's unbelievable political affiliations. I mean, I've never been someone that's into politics. I've always kind of like, I mean, I respect whatever it as you want to do but my viewpoint is kind of it doesn't really matter who you pick i mean you know you're not going to get all the things that you agree with with one specific person but i could see as time as time went on i could see how you know i mean i always thought trump was very funny and i thought that they obviously like you said they tried to i mean they did really try to villainize him i mean even the, the treatments that he he suggested uh, my whole thing was he just pronounced it wrong, but the things that he suggested were actually the things that would have worked. And I mean, you know, obviously his own cabinet members, Fauci, everybody ambushed him and ended up screwing him over. Um, and I think it's ultimately, I mean, he's one of the, I think he's the only president that hasn't been essentially related um, all, all the way, all, all that far back. And um, I mean, I just, what's going on right now? Like, I know that you're not there right now, but um Thank God. The fact that, yeah, right. The, the fact that like the last time when I checked, I checked to see the other day if they'd ever in U.S. history taken a, a presidential candidate off a of ballot. And I was shocked to find out Abraham Lincoln was the only one that they've ever tried yep. to do that. And then what ensued was civil war. And I mean, yep. now you've got everybody saying that there's a civil war coming. Everything is to me, it's basically predictive programming. And I mean, do you, so if you were in the States right now, you would, would you say you would vote for Trump again or? I, I, I would only vote for Trump. And um, in my, my first recording uh, on my book, my first recording is I swear. 
So it's me saying that I swear to God, I swear on my son, I swear on everything that's what's in my book is true and this and that. Well, it opens up with my Jewish Bible, my Mason Christian Bible on top, and my Trump hat on top of that. That's what you see when the video opens up. <laughs> and then I grab both Bibles and I put it against my heart, my right hand, and I say, I swear. So, yes, I, I believe Trump was – I love Trump, man. I actually have – he's in my book. I had a miracle about Trump. Um, and it's, it's a crazy miracle. We, we can talk about that next. But I had a crazy miracle about Trump. Um, and it was, it, was, it was divine timing. And it had, had something to do with his presidency and it had something to do with the lottery. And, and it was, it, it's, a, it's a crazy story. It's a crazy story. But, yes, I, I, I believe he was, he's the best president we ever had. Yeah, I don't think I would agree with that. Up here in Canada, we are um, we're really screwed by the person that we have. Uh, and what's crazy about, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I don't even think that um, the, the whole term thing, especially for for uh, not just the president, but for other people, I think the term the term part is insane. That needs to be looked at again. Uh, but for us, uh, it's wild because. Um, there isn't a term. It's actually you either get voted out or you die. That's how our prime minister changes here in Canada. So, I mean, right now, our prime minister formed a coalition with another political party so that he could maintain more seats and maintain control. So, like, I mean, as bad as other countries, you know, have it and everything like that, um, you know, we're, we're up there. Uh, we're, we're in a lot of trouble. And I mean, I mean, me personally, uh, I mean, my bank, I, I spoke out, I, I tweeted against uh, Trudeau. And I mean, within eight hours, my bank account was frozen. Um, you know, the, the bank manager couldn't tell me why. Yeah, it's happened to me three times now. And then all of a sudden they start coming after podcasts and everything like it. it, it the censorship is, is unbelievable. And then, I mean, obviously they're going to crack down on us if they're going to go after somebody that's a presidential candidate. I mean, look at RFK Jr. They won't even provide him with Secret Service protection. Like, it's just it's unbelievable. I can't see how anybody wouldn't think a civil war would be coming down in the U.S. right now at this point. Yeah. And, and you know, that's what that's what they want, because, you know, yeah. with, with yeah. the United States as well, if they're in war, they can hold off the elections. And if there's a civil war, they can hold off the elections. So, you know, if there's an alien invasion like you just saw in Miami, they can hold off elections. So, mm-hmm. you know, blue green, blue, blue beam and, you know, so they, they have look what they did with, with COVID. So they can they can do that again. So they have listen, the powers that be are very smart. The powers mm-hmm. that be are very smart. They they compartmentalized so well too. Oh, it's it's they have it down the pack. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. almost like you know, especially when they they Trump oh Trump, you know, uh, stole the election, but meanwhile their election's rigged. You know, I, I yeah. believe the election was was very rigged. There's never been a, a course in history where you stop counting the votes until the next day. And then it's all, it's all downloaded and, and oh, it's, it's a, it's a mess, man. It's a mess. It really is. I agree. I, uh, it's like I said, I didn't, I've always kind of just been on the outlines of, of politics, but I definitely had to, like someone said to me before, you know, if you're so deep into this and this and this, you're going to need to get involved with it. And, you know, obviously the, the more rabbit holes I go down, the more information that, that I soak up. Uh, I mean, that's definitely true. Um, you know, the, the, I personally, I believe that, that the only way that, you know, we're going to succeed is, is a smaller, more localized government. I don't believe we need federal. Um, I think that we should, you know, it, it's just the way that it's structured right now is not how it was originally thought to like, that's not how the founding fathers even, even wanted it to be. And I mean, I think that these scumbags just realize we can just keep profiteering. We can trick these people, we can hold them down. Um, and that's exactly what we're going to do. So it's like, 
and then you know we can obviously depopulate we can we can put them in 15 minute cities we all this shit and it's like all the stuff that you know we tried to warn people of or, or speak out about was censored and then we were smeared and, and deplatformed and demonetized it, it's unbelievable that people are still on board with these people and i don't even understand how anybody could could say anything positive about biden at this point but i mean it's it surprises me that people still do to be honest well, it's, it's because they're so warped in, in, in protecting the word Democrat, you know? So it's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's my home team. I'm from Philly, and I, I love the Philadelphia Eagles football team. And, man, if, like, you're from Dallas. We call them Dallas Cowgirls instead of Dallas Cowboys. I, I, I've, got, I've gotten kicked out of the stadium for throwing wet paper towels at the Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys fans during the game. So you're willing to protect, you know, whatever it is. And they have it so decisive that you're willing to – you're willing to like look at Antifa, look, look at look at, you know, the pro-Palestinian protests. Look at look at all these these groups. They're so gung ho. They're all Democrats. None of them Republicans. Yeah, they're all fighting for they're all fighting bankers wars and government wars. Nobody's fighting for for themselves. And you know, they're, it, it just it's unbelievable that people are just so asleep and just give their like I mean they'll give their lives for these things. And actually, that's cool. You say you're an Eagles fan. I'm actually a lifelong Raider fan, sadly yeah. enough. But you know, I'm basically a 40 year Raider fan at this point. So <laughs> things could be better for me. But um, did you before we go? Did you want to? Now I'm gonna add. Obviously, I'm gonna add any any sort of. Um, any anything you want added in the in the description, it's gonna go. We're on um, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. So I'm gonna add all the information that you want added in the description and about your book as well. But did you want to uh, did you want to tell people about it before we before we head out? Yes, yes. Well, I, I wanted to, two things. So I just want let me let me explain what the 33rd degree means. Yeah, oh, yeah, Cause yeah. Because I, I think that's important. So once you become a master mason. Once you get your three degrees, become a master mason, then you have the opportunity. Hey, I can join Shriners. You know, Shriners hospitals or Shriners hospitals all over the United States, and they're free. So that's all master masons. They're giving away free medical, free hospital, everything for free. Um, Master masons, they give away on an average of a million dollars a day through charity. So in my lodge, we have a lot of different local charities. Um, you know, they, they give money to schools and stuff like that. So on average, and all lodgers do that, on average, they give mm-hmm. away over a million dollars a day. So once you become a master mason, you can join like this, the Scottish, the Scottish right, the York right. And in the Scottish right, that's where the 33rd degree comes from. So what is a 33rd degree? Well, if I wanted to join the Scottish right today, so I would go on a Saturday oh, yeah. I would spend all day on a Saturday. They go through each each level, one, one degree, second degree, all the way up to 32nd degree. They do it in a day. It's like a little ceremony. They do it in a day. They give you all the information. At the end of the day, everyone is a 32nd degree Scottish Rite Master Mason. Now, to become a 33rd degree, there's, a, there's only three ways. So you have to help humanity in such a significant way, starting charities, um, you know, just things in that area. You have to help Freemasonry. So, you know, there's in Freemasonry, like I said, each position is free. There's, it's not, no position is paid. None is paid in Freemasonry. So you have the secretary of the lodge and you got district managers and you have all these different higher ups, all the way up to the grand, the grand master of, of like the state of Florida, and then you have, you know, a, a, above that. So each one of those positions are paid. If you help 
the fraternity in such ways. You volunteer, you do this, you do that. Maybe you help, you know, you start a charity with, with, within Freemasonry. Whatever the case is, if you do a lot within Freemasonry, that's one of the options. And the other op the other way to get in, the third way, is to help your government. You know, it's because remember, this is back to, you know, er everything making your country better. Yeah. Right. So that's why a lot, a lot of politicians, um, government officials, judges, some of them are 33 degrees because of the work that they've done for the country, how they made it better. Now, you have to be invited. So you can't just you can't if there's no there's no time limit. There's no you have to be invited. Some some people don't become a 33rd ever. You know, just because you, you went to the, the one day course doesn't mean you become a 33rd degree Mason. So, and how many 33rd degrees Masons are there? I don't even have that number. Like, and how many are alive? Maybe a couple hundred, you know? And I'm, I'm just guessing, maybe a couple yeah. hundred, if, if that. So all those 33rd degree, you know, everybody says, oh, 33rd degree. Well, you're basing what you think you know about a 33rd degree across 6 million Masons and you're, you're trying to make them all the same. Oh, you're not a 33rd degree. You, you, don't, you don't know that that's... Well, it's just one offshoot. It's one sect of masonry. So, you know, that's, that's where, like, it, it's just like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, you really don't even know. So that's that. I wanted to say that about that. So with my book, and I'll, I'll tell you the, the dream about Donald Trump. So my book is called I Have Evidence God Exists. And it's, I chose that, that title for a reason. One, there's, there's books out there that, that say, oh, there's, there's, there's evidence God exists. My title is I have evidence God exists because all the miracles that I have in my life and I physically have the evidence to it. So it's not like Jesus on a piece of toast. I mean, these are real, real hardcore, like, holy shit type of miracles. So the first one, first one is when my mom died. And, and this, this leads into the Donald Trump miracle. So when my mom died, my brother started talking to this woman who he knew back in high school. This is like 25 years ago, just after my mom. And she died. This woman died. And she came back with gifts. And now she can like she can hear spirits and, and, and talk to spirits and stuff like that. So she was she felt my mom was communicating with her. So she talked to my brother and was like, hey, you know, your, your mom's communicating with me. So my brother calls me because he knows I'm big into angels and, you know, things like that. So we all get on Facebook, um, Facebook Messenger, we're all talking. Now, my mom, when I was six years old, my mom tried to kill me and my brothers. She was, she was, you know, she was fucked up in her head. My dad separated. She turned on the gas. She was smoking a cigarette. She tried to kill us all. Thank God my brothers, my brother escaped. Police came. Thank God I'm, I'm still alive. So once, but my, me and my mom never talked about it. We went to counseling and stuff like that. So while we're talking to this woman, her name's Carol, and she's communicating with us with her mom. She's telling all these things, you know, to my brother, because my brother's not a believer. And she starts, Carol starts saying, I can't breathe. Like, uh, I'm, I'm seeing all these lights and I can't breathe. And I'm thinking, I'm like, holy shit, this woman's having a, this woman's having a heart attack. It's her own Facebook messenger. Well, it was my mom communicating for that day of the gas. And it was like her way of communicating to us that she was sorry because we never talked about it. So like after all this time, I'm like, holy shit. So after we were cleaning up my mom's room and I found lottery tickets, my mom liked to play my birthday, my, my dad's birthday, my brother's birthday. So I remembered that as we're communicating with this woman, Carol. And I said, Hey mom, 
what's the lucky lotto numbers? You know, I'm, hey man, I'm, I'm smart. I'm trying, I'm trying to get some money. And Carol instantly said, instantly said 1230. Well, my mom died December 30th. That's 1230. But she said it so fast. I knew, I felt it. I knew I was going to win something with 1230. So of course I played, I was, in, I was in Florida. So I played the Florida lottery. It didn't come out. And a couple of days later I said, I'm going to the casino. So I drove to the casino in Tampa Bay. Man, I got to tell you, I, I just separated from my fiance. My mom died. My head's all fucked up. I'm in this casino for five days. Wearing the same clothes, spending all my money. I, I know I'm looking for something with 1230. I know it has to be 1230. I'm looking at seat numbers, model numbers, jackpots, serial numbers, all this. And I can't find it. I'm down to my last $40. Now, Remember, my first video of this book is I swear to everything I'm saying. I swear on my son who you can hear that what I'm saying is the truth. So nothing's fabricated. I'm down on my last $40. I said, that's it. Roulette. Roulette. The first number is 12. The next number is 30. So I go over to the roulette machines, and they only have electronic roulettes, and there's, there's four of them. And in the history, twice was 12, and the very next number was 30. I said, that's it. When 12 comes out, I'm going to put my last $40 on the number 30. That's how much faith I have. 12 comes out. I run over to the machine. I try to stick my money in. The machine kept on spitting my money out. It wouldn't take I said, oh, man. And, it, and then it stops. You know, you only have a certain time limit to take it. It stops. A different number comes out. I said, oh, shit. Thank God, because I would have lost all my money. 12 comes out again. I run over to that machine. I try to stick my money in. It wouldn't take it. A different number comes out. I swear to God, on the third time 12 came out, 12 comes out, I run over to the machine, it takes it. I put all my last $40 on, on roulette, doo -doo -doo -doo. 30, it came out. And my friend was there, oh my God, I told you, I told you, it's in my, my, I hit it eight more, or 13 more times, I played for eight hours. I was so high on a miracle, so high for being up for four days, but so high on a miracle that I wouldn't let it go. But I didn't have any evidence. I didn't have any evidence. Fast forward, I go home and I go to sleep. Remember, I'm up for like five days. I go home and go to sleep. I wake up within like an hour or two and I said, Donald Trump hit the lottery by playing the lottery on his birthday. I said, what? Donald Trump hit the lottery by playing his birthday on his birthday. Now this is January, um, 2016. So Donald Trump's one of 16, one of 17 candidates still. I said, what the fuck? So I tell my dad, I go back to sleep. I wake up. I look up Donald Trump's birthday. It's June 14th, 1946. Now I'm in January. I said, that's it. My mom just gave me uh, a miracle that's six months out. So I'm planning this shit. I, I said, I'm, that's it. I'm going to play the lottery. It's going to come out. 0614. I'm going to play 614. We got the five numbers here. I'm playing 61446 for the year he's born. I'm all set. So as we're getting closer to, to June, my brother, my oldest brother, he just went through a divorce. So he said, you know what, David, let's, let's go take a trip. Let's take a trip. Let's go to Europe. I'll pay for it. Let's go to Spain, Portugal, um, you know, Italy. We'll, we'll go there. We'll take a trip. So when do we leave? But on June 14th. So I had, we, I had to leave. He was in Atlanta. So I had to leave on June 13th. 
and this is all my book with the with the airline tickets and, and everything and all this all this is true all this has proof so on june 13th i said you know what i'll play the lottery in florida and i'm also going to play it in georgia because hey what a what a great miracle if i would hit 614 in florida and georgia what a great miracle that yeah. would be so in florida i played it when i went to georgia we leave on june 14th so when i go to play the numbers on june 14th i miss the first draw because i already have my tickets filled out so since i missed the first drawing it played for the automatically june 15th the next day it automatically played june 15th so when we went to italy stop it so when we went to italy sorry so we went to italy Come here, come here, buddy. Come here, come here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come here, come here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So we went to Italy. You know, I had it played on June 14th, but it also magically played on June 15th. So I didn't hit 614 in Florida. I didn't hit 614 or 061 floor in in Georgia. But I also played my brother's birthdays, which which my mom played. Well, I hit in Georgia for my brother's birthday straight and won 500 bucks. All from the dream then. So then when I come back, when I come back, I said, you know what? Hitting your birthday, winning winning the lottery on your birthday by playing your birthday, that's like winning the presidency. And now this is June. The presidency is in November. I said, that's it. If Donald Trump hits, if he wins the presidency, I'm going to play those numbers right after he wins. And I know he's going to win. So he won. And I go and I play 0614. And man, when I tell you what, when I played it, I, I'm playing 25 hours straight. So each dollar is worth $5,000 if it comes out straight. So I'm playing 25 hours, 614, 25, which was only 500 to one odds. But 0614 is 5,000 to one odds. So I play it. The same day, it doesn't come out. Don't you know it comes out the very next day? Just like in Georgia, it came out the very next day, my brother's birthday. It came out the very next day, 0614. And I would have won $125,000. And I have the lottery tickets. It's in my movie. I have and it's in my I have I have the, the tickets and I show the evidence of it hitting in the lottery. I missed it by one day. And that was the sign when I hit my brother's birthday in the lottery back on June 15th, I was one day late and I should have, and that was the sign for me to play one day later. Wow. Is that not crazy? That's crazy. eh? And that was all from a dream from January. So that dream was 11 months before. And the dream was, and it wasn't even a dream. I just woke up saying it. Donald Trump hit the lottery by playing his birthday on his birthday. So I was able to decipher that one, one 500 bucks on my brother's birthday on the day after Donald Trump's birthday and almost won $125,000 the day after the election. Unbelievable. So hopefully, hopefully my, my, what I'm trying to manifest is Donald Trump or his family sees this miracle, sees that there's something special and still gives me the 125,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, and and especially since I have, you know, I have the Donald Trump hat in in my in I swear, you know, the prayer and, and stuff like that. So you yeah. know, I, I I'm a I, I love Donald Trump. I, I believe in him. Uh he's he's my favorite president and I think he's you know, as long as the election's not stolen again, I think he's gonna do a great job. If we ever get yeah. to 
Yeah, yeah, that's that. That was um, that was one of my predictions as well for when people were asking what's going to happen in twenty twenty four. I don't think that there's going to be an election, but I mean, hopefully it is. We can't. Uh, I mean, the U.S. can't keep running down uh, with with what they've that corpse that they've got in there right now. But mm-hmm. to me, I mean, it's it's all it's all real crazy. But you know, I I do believe in. I don't really believe in in. Um, in luck per se, I believe in, in, in karma and, you know, and I, you definitely like man of, you know, you can manifest these things like stay positive, you know, and, and go for the things, you know, talk about the things you want to do and you, you know, and like what you're saying. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Um, I appreciate you sharing that with us. What I'm going to do is if you can send me a link to the, uh, to the book and anything else you want plugged, uh, send it to me and I'm going to add it to the episode details so people can literally just click on that and it'll take them right to where you want to take them. Awesome. 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 Awesome, man. Well, I really appreciate you uh, sitting down with me. Obviously, you know, we're strangers, but I mean, that doesn't mean that we can't still have uh, solid conversations. And I mean, I appreciate you setting the record straight and being willing to come on and, and sit down and talk with me. Well, and here and, and I want to I want to I want to prove something else as well. You know, as as a, as a, a Freemason, um, it is, is in my book, too. I decided to do once my mom when my mom did die. I decided to do a movie on good deeds. And me and my handicapped father, we traveled through Central and South America, just randomly helping people. We buy somebody's medicine in a pharmacy, buy somebody in the groceries in the supermarket, kids on the street, chips and soda, you know, just random things, film it, make it like a, a good feel documentary from it that, hey, if you have money, you don't have money, you have a little bit of money, you can help people. Yeah. And during our travels, during our travels, uh, we got extorted by the police. And and two people we helped and the two people that we helped said that we kidnapped them across two countries that we were having sex with them that i made the brother and sister have sex these are 20 and 21 year old people and i was filming it so they left the country they made this police report and then left the country the, the same day so the police in honduras came and arrested me and my dad and they found four grams of marijuana in my kitchen so in that, they charged me and my dad with narco drug trafficking for four grams of marijuana. So wow. they found us innocent. We went to jail. And in, in Honduras, there's no bail. So we were found innocent of all the charges. But I had to plead guilty to the narco drug trafficking. And long story short, I was released like four months later. But I went to two violent prisons. But the Freemasons, my lodge, once they found out I was arrested, you know, I called them and asked them for help. And in in Freemasonry, if you're arrested for a felony, you have to, you have one thing about Freemasonry is, is honesty. And if you lie, you'll be kicked out. They don't they don't like liars. So you have to tell the truth no matter what. So I told them the truth, what happened. And they said, well, what you got arrested for is it considered a felony. I said, well, they charged me for narco drug trafficking, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it was four grams a week, but they're, they're saying, were you charged? Is it considered a felony? I said, yeah. So they suspended me indefinitely from the lodge. So what does that mean? Once you become a Freemason, once you do those three tests, you're a Freemason for life. Because I have, I have the secret, the, the code and the handshake and the, and the words. So nothing can take away that test I did. Right. It's like becoming a doctor just because you're not licensed doesn't mean you're still not a doctor. So mm-hmm. nothing will take away me as a brother become like as a Freemason. I just don't belong to a lodge. So in 
in that, you know, many people would be, you know, kind of, kind of biased at this point, you know, hey, the Freemasonry didn't help me. I can say this about them. You know, I, I can badmouth them and this and that. I don't think I badmouthed anybody. I, I told the truth. I didn't have to, you know, I don't have to stick up for Freemasonry, but I just, I just told the truth, you know? <laughs> and, and at this point I'm, I'm, I'm still a Freemason, but I just don't belong to a lodge. So they kind of, you know, shafted me a little bit in the end, but you know, it's just rules are rules and, you know, just following the rules. You know, I just look at it. I didn't have to pay dues, which, you know, they're only like $60 a, a year anyway. But, all yeah. you know, for the last five years, I haven't, I haven't been acting as a member. Well, that's, I mean, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, just, well, it just goes to show that, I'm, you know, I'm still telling the truth. That I, I, I'm yeah, not, yeah. I'm, no, nobody sent me to your, to your, to your podcast to lie. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. I appreciate that. Like I said, I mean, you know, there's not, it's not some sort of um, uh, smear campaign or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like we, we, we talk about it. We, 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 you know, we share information. I mean, that's what people appreciate. That's what people want to hear nowadays. Well, hopefully most people, they just want to hear the truth, right? So, right. no, right. I, like I said, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, and if you can share, if you can send me the, any info you want, um, any info you want shared, I'm going to set that up. It'll probably, probably come out uh, tonight or tomorrow morning and I'll add all that in there, in there for you. Okay. Awesome, man. And hey, man, I'm, I'm in Brazil. I work with an ayahuasca farm. So anytime you want to come down and, you know, do some ayahuasca and go really deep in the spiritual rabbit hole. <laughs> that sounds awesome, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us, man. All right. Thank you, bro. Nice to meet you, man. You too, brother. Take care.